0: Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Dinks with Kinks. I want to start tonight's episode very special, very different. Imagine a dark night laying alone in your room when suddenly you hear a presence. You know you're not alone. You look, you see a creature, but it's not a creature. It's a man. Do you flee? Do you scream? No unexpectedly accept the situation suddenly the man is upon you you feel at peace and aroused your heart is racing he lifts back your neck takes a deep bite and you're suddenly filled with the most indescribable pleasure and pain at the same time Your eyes roll back, and hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Dinks with Kinks. I'm your host, John Dondero, and with me tonight, as always, a very stunned, a very shocked, Miss Rebecca.
1: (laughs) I'm over here like, I don't quite know what to think. I'm like, "Mm, okay. (laughs) Hello, everyone.
0: (laughs) And a man who was just like, I'm just here for the paycheck, Mr. Shep.
2: Wait, you don't get paid? Right. Good evening. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> Sorry, I wanted to try something new. I wanted to spice things up a little bit. You and know? you have entered. We've kinky zone. We have this brand oh, is new. That where we are today, folks. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have we have this fetish, and I really wanted to take a bite out of it and just like really lean into it. Yeah, this is this is one we can all sink our teeth in.
2: I feel like it's sucking me dry already. Mm. Mm-hmm. Both
1: of ya. Both of ya. <laughs> I had actually
0: been thinking about doing that intro all day long. I was just like, "All right, here you we were go!" So
1: excited about it. We're, I was just gonna let it happen. I was just gonna let it. <laughs> you happen.
0: didn't know it was going to happen. You both of you were just like, "What? What is happening?"
1: Yep, pretty much. Yeah,
0: so uh, if you can he's doing it again. <laughs> again, that was the very first time I have ever changed the intro of this podcast.
1: You're right.
0: It has been the exact same hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Dings with Kinks.
1: I don't know how I feel about that.
0: Right? Are
2: you okay with this? Are you, are you, are you feeling alright?
1: I'm really good. Consent and to that. Wait, we did, did we consent to that? Wait, 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 wait. I didn't get a discussion. I did not consent to changing the intro. We need to mm. talk. None.
0: Oh my God. It was like there was a predator in this room.
1: Oh.
0: Ah. <laughs> before we dive in tonight I
1: I mean I liked it but I mean come on at least have a conversation with me first
0: (laughs) oh absolutely well I mean conversation is important and just like any conversation I do want to remind everyone that we are in fact on social media follow us at Dinks with Kinks on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook reach out, talk to us, start the conversation tell us what you think Uh, if you were just as offended about me changing the intro I need to hear about it I need that feedback so I know Never to do it again. Or did you like it? Do you want a little bit more of it? Starling. We're
2: not offended. We just don't know how we feel about it. We'll process
0: it. Yeah. Well. We need
1: to process.
0: <laughs> you know, as you could tell from the intro, or you couldn't tell, we're talking about vampirism today. Vampires and the like.
1: I'm very excited.
2: Yeah, so vampires so, sure suck.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I mean. But it's. I know Shep. <laughs> I know Shep is a huge fan of the Twilight sagas. Um How do you face. feel about them, Rebecca?
1: The Twilight sagas or vampires?
0: The Twilight. Just let's, let's let's get let's let's go ahead and get this out in the open. Let's get this done with so we don't have to make another reference about it all night long.
1: Oh my god, I'm going to be ridiculed forever. I I read all the entire series. I read the series and watched all the movies. I actually liked Twilight. <laughs> I am not like a huge fan, but I am definitely Team Jacob.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Right in the face of the vampires. That's cool. I mean, yeah, they're listening right now. So you have just insulted like our entire audience. That's cool. I mean, it's what that's bold move. Oh, my God. Bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how that plays out.
1: Oh uh, my goodness!
0: I have <laughs> seen the very first one. I didn't even watch all of it. Okay, I saw m- parts of the first one, and I think a couple scenes where like the baby imprints, and and the werewolf dude is like, "Me and the baby are meant to be," and I'm like, "Dude, that's a baby! Stop it with yourself! Get out of here!"
1: <laughs> but I do love vampires. I'm actually a huge vampire fan.
0: I mean, vampires uh, have been around since uh, we could tell tall tales and scary stories. Uh, Some form of vampire has been around. Everything from Nosferatu to uh, Dracula to Anne Rice. Oh, Anne Rice has done many things popular for that fetish. Uh, And and the Twilight Saga. You have your hand raised for an audio podcast. Go ahead, (laughs) Rebecca.
1: I am raising my hand because you were talking and I was gonna wait till you finished so that you knew I had something to say. Anne Rice does. I love her. I love her works. She is one of my favorite vampire authors. But fun fact, she writes erotica. She actually wrote a whole series of erotica. She wrote it under a pseudonym. And then when erotica became popular and mainstream, she came out and republished it in her own name.
0: Very awesome. I mean, I've 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 read Interview with a Vampire. I'm telling you right now, she wrote Erotica mainstream well before she ever wrote oh, Erotica. that's True. Shep, what about you? What is your uh, take on vampires in general?
2: Generally, enjoy them. Yeah. yeah. Even back you have in a, my well, even back in um, my old gaming days and such, and even online DJing days. The persona I was in the in those games was the vampire type. So many role playing of that such.
1: Oh. I actually the Fantastic. only role playing game I ever played my only RPG, Masquerade Vampire, Masquerade.
0: <laughs> I I will say this: I am a pretty big fan of vampires. I do like the Anne Rice series, uh, everything from Queen of the Dam to Interview with a Vampire, and I like how they're all kind of intertwined. But very standalone. Like you don't need mm-hmm. one, two, other. That was very brilliant writing. But let's mm-hmm. let's talk about more about the kink of vampirism, and how it's not just about vampires. I, I you know I was, I do research for every episode and like really dive deep into kinks. And this go this deep? goes everywhere. Go so oh, deep? I go deep. Do you go I really mean, deep. I mean, all right. Let me ask y'all what you think. The core concepts of this fetish are
1: mystery, consent, non-consent,
0: consensual, non-consent. Yep, you got mm-hmm. one.
2: Passing of energies, perhaps.
0: Energies, yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm bloodletting a little bit, probably in there too. Yeah. Blood play, yeah. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah. Um. You guys are actually, okay, you guys are really hitting on point because, okay, if you look at a cursory glance, you know, of any kink and you throw in the word vampire, people think one role play, two uh, biting of the neck, and just general halloween and there's so much more to just what this fetish is and what it dives into, and it covers more than just your typical vampires i mean we're talking succubuses uh thralls uh domination s- submission consensual mm-hmm. non-consent um again very massive amounts of role play spiritual energies all sorts of things mm-hmm. and i was kind of like blown away just about how in depth these kings can go down like you know, when we do an episode, we try to keep it in like 30 minutes. I'm like, I don't know if I could talk about vampires for 30 minutes. Like, only 30 minutes and still cover a tenth of what is installed. Not with all the puns we do. You know, we add too many puns. <laughs> and I'm not going to change that. I'm sorry. I need you know.
1: them.
2: Are okay. Puns well, we are my kink. Vampirism 2. In, double sink in
0: something. Oh, I was thinking uh, Vampire 2, Electric Boogaloo. Oh no, yeah, there's that too. Oh my god. <laughs> um, but with vampirism, you know, I think the main goal is—it's very much a dub sub uh, subdom roleplay, not necessarily um, dubstep. dubstep. Yeah, real good dubstep uh, subdom roleplay, not your traditional subdom, but very primal. And yes. very um, I wanna I wanna say like in the guise of this kink, it's not a permanent relationship, subdom relationship. It is more of a CNC or even consensual victim predator.
1: Well, yes, in, in vampire lore and, and just the vampire more the fantasy, it's a uh, uh, I I I have a very large vampire kink. I think vampires are hot. I like the whole biting, that whole thing. But it's very much for me that whole um, comp- compulsion. Compulsion is when the vampire controls your mind, controls your actions, controls everything you're doing, and you have no control over that. So it's that release and role play that they are taking away your free will and you have to do everything that they say and you have no control there's no fighting against it it's just obeying oh yeah and that's just very hot about Mm -hmm. that
0: hypnotism i mean i know we've talked um i know that is on our will to talk about but this actually plays a big part in uh this kink because and like I said in the intro like you were you know feel powerless but you're pretty okay with it um a lot of lore with vampires is that old you know Dracula style where he would look into your eyes and you would feel mm-hmm. both fear but acceptance and you'd be wanting what was happening so it was mm-hmm. very like hypnotic mm-hmm. and I think a lot of the role play does stem in a hypnosis based fetish of yeah. I am consenting against my will. But mm-hmm. so it's consensual, non-consent, consent. <laughs> that makes sense? I
1: think, yes. And I also think it's that whole um, it, vampires live for centuries, long periods of time, and they want You they have come across many people in their lifetimes and they want you and there's something empowering and very it makes you feel very sexy and and desired when you think about somebody who could have and has had over the years centuries somebody you know and every type of woman and or man in any type of walk of life and they want you like there's something really hot about that
0: yeah i love it when old people want me <laughs> Of course, yeah. in this day and age,
2: you've been, you've been, how many centuries? When's the last time you got tested?
0: When yeah, you, when, when's uh, that testing yeah. going on? Chef would be the one, yeah, ship would
1: be the one to ask the vampire, when was the last time you were tested?
0: <laughs> also, like, your hygiene, you know, cause you know, you were probably changed. You, you did upgrade that as time went on, right? Like, you picked oh. up the standards. <laughs> I think we've all seen what we do in the shadows. If you haven't, you should check it out. Not sponsors, but still a good show, and a really great movie. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, how old are you? I mean, all new episodes,
2: in fact, not sponsored. Yeah,
0: how old are you? Three uh, hundred? I don't know. A little young for me. Mm. Uh, you're a little <laughs> old for me there. Gramps. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I think after a after certain age, that's pedophilia, even if I'm 38. <laughs> uh, mm, yeah.
1: Okay, we have questions. I have questions. <laughs> what if? What All if, right, like, go ahead. No, okay. Let's not
0: go like,
2: down that rabbit hole too much. No, okay, let's yeah, let's, back, let's not actually.
1: Back. Let's talk about that. Yeah, let's,
2: let's, let's move along. We got let's
0: too try much try to talk about that. We got okay, too yeah. much. Real it kids, really. The hypnosis, the role play, the allure of the lore.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that is very much because when you think of monsters and vampires are, in fact, monsters, they're inhuman creatures that are still human, but they have, they're not like zombies. No one's getting like, you know, zombie boners or anything like that, unless you're Tina from Bob's Burgers. Um, And who knows, maybe one day we'll be covering zombies, but it is still very much like cold collect predator like it triggers that primal mm-hmm. fear that adrenaline of you literally murder and eat people mm-hmm. but you're not going to murder me you're just going to feed on me you're going to take my essence and you know, transfer that and that's that's I you know I can get behind a, that's some really sexy hot you know role play it's
2: and let's go ahead and answer the question know, by everyone. everyone they don't go blah blah blah
0: Blah blah blah. blah. blah, blah. <laughs> we don't say blah blah blah. Real vampires don't blah blah blah. Blah yeah. blah blah. <laughs> I also, yeah, oh, you're know, um, you a mega vampire. I mean, how so do you might know? go blah blah blah.
1: Maybe. <laughs> um, I also think about, um, when you think about vampires in the media and and just vampires in general, like when they are feeding on you when they are taking your essence or whatever. And there's that mix of CNC, but at the same time, that pleasure in the pain. And I think that that's also a very big part for me about vampire. Oh, John's dying. John's dying. <laughs> so um, the pleasure in the pain, when they, they bite your neck, they feed on you and they do that stuff. And, and just how you see it in the movies, and you you read about it in the books, and and you think about that, and how that that pain, but that coursing pleasure that runs through your body at the same time, and I I find that very appealing in that role play of you know finding that just and does like deep desire and that deep feeling of pleasure and feeling that sting of pain all at the same time, and that's hot.
2: Yes, it may start off with a little prick, but it's not over quick.
0: Support for Dinks with Kinks is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate in men's hygiene bundle. Join over 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with an exclusive offer just for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code DWK20 at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's like twelve million balls. So let me get personal with you guys. I'm gonna be honest, I have used some pretty sketchy means to get rid of the hair down there. I have done everything from wax, those rusted scissors that you always find in your bathroom. I don't I don't even know how they get there, and that cream that burns the hair off and turns you into just a giant chemical burn for like a week. Then I found Manscaped. Their Performance Package 4.0 has arrived and oh man, is it a game changer. Inside the package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a Travel Bag to hold all those goodies. And they all fit perfectly in there. Oh my god. First off, that Lawnmower 4.0, that trimmer is of the future. It's probably one of the best ball trimmers I've ever used down there, and I have used every manner of hair trimmer down there, including the one I use on my face, which is kind of gross when you think about it. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 4,000 LED spotlight for when you need a precise save. And trust me, fellas, you don't think you need a flashlight till you get down there and you're like, oh, it's lit up. I'm loving this. <clears throat> because this trimmer is wa- waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess of the bathroom floor. Just pop that sucker in the shower and just bzzz, bzzz, bzz, bzzz, bzz. You thought that was good, but I want to take your grooming game even further to the next level. The Performance factors 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Hair Trimmer. The Weed Whacker is a waterproof, provides their proprietary skin safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs of those delicate nose hairs. And trust me, getting to my age, you get some nose hairs in there and you try to hide them in your beard. You can't, you can't do it. There's no mustache concealment. You just got to get in there and take care of them. You just stick that sucker in and go to town. Their crop preserver, Ball deodorant and crop reviver ball tender will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this, fellas, your balls will thank you. I used that stuff and oh my God, did it smell amazing. And it actually really helped with like day to day chafing. I didn't realize chafing was a thing. Like I was one of those people that was like, oh, I'm never chafing until I tried this stuff and I was like, okay, apparently I have just been uncomfortable for 40 years. Cool. Glad to know. Manscaped is not only going to give you all of that, but they're gonna throw two free gifts in their performance package 4.0. The Manscaped boxers and the Shed travel bag. Bring your comfort and boxers to another level. Those boxers are incredibly comfortable. They snug everything. And it makes it actually look pretty good. So, you know, you wanna wear them around, just look yourself in the mirror and be like, oh yeah. Anyway, it's time to take care of yourself. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the code DWK20. I'm telling you guys, get 20% off and free shipping with code DWK20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com DWK20. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tool for the right tool at manscaped.com. Now, back to our show. Well, um, when you talk about, like, we've talked about blood play in the past and stuff like that. It's very personal. It's very uh, sort of intimate. It's an intimate experience when you're, you know, going to something of that level, like between biting and biting with purpose. It's not biting to just cause pain, but like to feed. Uh, so you have all these levels of intimacy in role play. Like, most people when they fantasize and i can't say i say most people not all people don't really pick the 30 days and you know 30 uh night days of night vampires where they just gash open your neck and drink you like a soda um but it's very <laughs> much more i mean you've seen 30 days a night yeah, they it's like a pop brutal. top and drink away <laughs> Yeah, yeah they don't care they're not like we're not gonna bite your neck we're gonna decapitate you and tip you up but most people do very much that very personal vampire, that very romanticized, personal and intimate feeling between two people, and I think a lot of that lure comes from that. You know, when mm-hmm. there's no other predator in the world that, when it feeds, is that intimate, and that you could potentially survive from. I mean, like no one. I mean, no one gets that excited about a mosquito, but still. I feel like I feel like if vampire bites itched, people wouldn't be into vampires. Mm. Because I mean, what's the difference between a vampire and a mosquito? Mosquito bites itch.
1: And they can get
2: infected or rashy, you know.
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Swell up like a balloon.
0: Yeah, but I feel like if vampire bites caused that, we would be like, no, I don't want to get bit by no vampire.
2: I don't have my happy pen with me tonight. No, 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 no. no yeah,
0: Mm-mm. you could be you could be coming West Nile. You could be carrying West Nile. I don't need that.
1: Oh my god.
0: Um, but but it is a very intimate moment mm-hmm. of you know, and especially since you know you can't really hypnotize as a vampire. Vampires aren't real that we know of. Don't don't at me, vampires. Don't come at me and be like, no, we are real. I, I'm fine not knowing. Don't uh, interview the vampire with me. Show up in the back of my car and be like, "Let me tell you my story." I be like, "I don't need to know your story." Uh, but so <laughs> I know, I know, I know, Rebecca, you want that to happen to you.
1: I I wasn't gonna say anything. I mean, I know I showed on my face. I mean, me' like, I'm like, okay,
0: yeah. <laughs> you want to tell me your story? <laughs> no, nope, you don't need to show up in the back of my car. I'm not gonna write it down but so it is very much a role play so when you role play that it is very intimate and almost sp- almost on a spiritual level because you are giving away to the belief in this lore uh this mystique and i i'm fascinated by that like i love suspension of disbelief and i love someone can get so passionate and so intimate on so many different levels this is <laughs> You know, when you when you think you're covering something like vampirism, you're like, oh, this is going to be easy. We're going to talk about vampires. We're going to say blah, blah, blah a bunch of times and make Twilight jokes. And then you really research into it, and you're like, there is so much substance in this kink, and it involves so many outside kinks.
1: Mm-hmm, it does.
2: Yeah, it's like a, a role-play melding with either primal or Get the fantasy role played in addition to that, or blood play, fantasy role play on top of that. So it's like the melding of, or the spicing up of the your baseline fetishes with role right. play
0: and fantasy. Yeah, it's role play razzmatazz, and I love it. I'm all about
1: it. <laughs> role play razzmatazz.
0: <laughs> role play razzmatazz. Well, I mean, there's also something to be said to the uh i don't want to say nostalgia but childlike wonder like it does make you feel young again in the sense of we all grew up hearing stories of vampires and adolescence and vampirism man they go hand in hand so even no matter how old you get if you're still into vampires and you can't deny it when you have that thing you do feel young at heart you you feel that Mm -hmm. youth that Thrill that you did when you're a kid of those thoughts you had of, like, well, what if I saw a real vampire? Um, I can't roleplay uh, with vampires because I have a Van Helsing kink and I'll just have to murder the vampires.
2: Yeah, and there are times when you could classify people as having like a, a vampiric gaze effect on people in the sense of. You know, if you look at somebody in just the right way, and they squirm or giggle or can't look at you, or in that way, and it just makes them so excited, just because you're looking at them that way, that's can also could be interpreted as that
0: Mm -hmm. more primal vampire-style gaze. You you want to hear a story? Yeah. I wrote and directed a vampire comedy dark comedy if you're listening to this podcast on youtube it's actually on our youtube channel uh it's called the blog of the apathetic vampire oh my god (laughs) and it stars another bsbn member uh our resident elder being nev as a vampire hunter me as me as the renfield the rennie uh and our wonderful chris uh played the female vampire um tax i think that was her name and it's actually very funny it's very cute (laughs) uh it's it takes all the like the things you think about vampires and then you're like but imagine if vampires were just really depressed (laughs) yeah just like i've got all this power but mm, i hate mondays
1: I, I think for me, the appeal of vampires is, um, now they're, uh, I'm going to show my nerd right here. Okay. So there are different types of vampires, different types, just like there are different types of any type of monster. And, and so, yeah. you know, you have different types of personalities, but the ones that appeal to me, the vampire Hold fantasies. Up, that- let me
0: guess. Can I take a real good guess at this? Let me really throw it out. there. Sure. This. Okay. You are old school Nosferatu. You want that bald dude with the big ears who looks all creepy. <laughs> and black and white. Nosferatu. Nosferatu. Yeah. No. It's more Brom Stoker.
1: It's mine's more prom Stoker. Like um, oh, so
0: you want a little bit of Gary Oldman. I can,
1: I can be that. <laughs> Well, who doesn't? But um yeah, right? <laughs> it's it's for me it's the sophisticated vampire, the one that's lived many centuries and everything is very deliberate. Everything is very calculated and calm and his obsession, the vampire's obsession, like when they fall in love, they fall hard and when they want you, they want you and it's it's not it's animalistic, but in, in a way that is so controlled and patient, like it's that controlling dom, that pleasure dom that's like, I am going to take my time with you and we're going to like, every, like that. that's the part that's appealing to me, the control of that, the very calm and collected... And I'm into primal. Don't get me wrong. Like throw me up against the wall. That's yeah. great. But like that's. That, uh, that's what appeals to me. About the vampire fantasy. And the vampire kink. Is the control. And and have that. That that type of vampire. So.
0: And I think. I think at the root. That's what it is. This is very. Sub dom. Primal. With a side of roleplay. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's. I mean. It's just good fun. There's. There's no wrong way to be a vampire roleplay. Now, I want to talk some safety real quick because we do that Mm -hmm. when when we have any episode where you can cause bodily harm. Um, Though vampires cannot catch diseases from blood, they can eat all kinds of weird crap, you can. So anytime you use any type of blood play, please exercise caution and be aware of bloodborne pathogens. They are a real thing in any type of open wound blood play or anything of that nature can cause disease or illness and infection so if you're gonna do blood play honestly go back and listen to our episode on blood play or do more research to find out how to do safely shep is there anything you want to add to uh, the safety features also oh avoid garlic <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> but that's a breath issue that's a breath no one wants garlic neck Unless I you're mean,
2: into that. Unless you really like some
0: garlic bread, I, mean, like, I mm, do really it like garlic so bread. It's so tasty. <laughs> mm. I can never be a vampire. Garlic bread is too delicious.
1: But um, I think that. Oh, sorry. sorry. No,
2: ladies first.
1: I think the thing that uh, to remind people of the whole blood and we did talk about this in the blood play thing, but for those, if they, you hadn't listened, just a short thing, it's not just about STIs. It's also about, you don't know what somebody's blood, they, it can really open wounds, all those things. It's so much more than just sexually transmitted infections. So just make sure that you think about that in the forefront in when you're dealing with blood play and any, and also vampires, you know, the vampire role play is great, but also think about where vampires bite. They bite in major artery and, and vein areas, and that can, and if you damage one of those, you could also bleed externally as well as internally. So also be very careful about where in the body you are participating in this blood play. Yes,
0: Very, very good makers. advice. We don't want anyone bleeding to death uh, playing Twilight. Or Bram Stoker or Anne Rice. Let's let's be honest, let's play some Anne Rice, okay? Let's stick there. That was good. We nailed it. Yes. We nailed it there. You're not gonna get any better.
2: And you know, focused on the blood play and stuff like that, but we also do know that within this fetish and vampirisms, there's the subcategories of like the energy, vampire, and the emotional as well.
0: Well, go ahead and talk a little bit about that.
2: They're they're of course the safer rims as far as infections and all that cuz there is no blood play involved.
0: Um, how would a um like spiritual or emotional uh, vampire feed? Uh,
2: the energy vampire is is you know someone someone that uh, experiences or um, is really interconnected with the things and beliefs of like say chakras or chakra energy and I know we heard concepts of like reiki massage the actual massages mm-hmm. which is an energy massage not a body massage so the energies and auras of of the universe as it were fun a fun fact being the fact of uh, previous years some energy actual vampires loved me because it seems I'm quite the energy extrusion producer type person so there were one or two in particular that
0: loved being around me I could honestly see you being a you know a I mean I won't say names very but you, you know, actually know them as well but they we haven't, we haven't seen oh I'm sure all. I do but when I think Shep I do think exude energy
2: especially after <laughs> when I'm starting to get into this, this cross and sessions and stuff
0: no, oh, I mean, no, I, I tease, I tease, I tease, I tease because you're usually very quiet. Uh, but yeah, I, I can honestly, knowing you outside of this podcast, I can absolutely mm-hmm. see that. Um, but, but I can yeah, also it's... make the joke of you must be fed on often.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's definitely a more energy transference type. And these people also uh, are types that tend to feel like they're often run down In their daily lives and such unless they Mm. have someone to kind of absorb or um energy from others it's like they almost have hard to word
0: it in this Uh... but this is
2: like they can't produce their own internalized energies motivations and stuff like that so they glean them from others
0: so presents. Starbucks is just not cutting it. You need Yeah, else's Starbucks energy. doesn't cut I it, I it. their
2: caffeine. It's it's people and presence.
0: All right. Well, you know what? I like are, that.
2: That's the one you got to worry about because sometimes it's I call okay. The, I,
0: listen, I call those mm-hmm. children. Yeah. See. They sap all the happiness out of me. <laughs> that's what <it> is. <coughs> my kids. My kids. My kids are great. Um, but yeah, no, I get that, and um. Like I said, we could go on and on and on about vampires. I can. Yeah. We could do, do, you know, eventually. Yeah, I think eventually in a season or two, we'll have to put this back on the bill and then go back and listen to what we talked about and then so just, just add on to that. Some guests, so.
2: Let her experience it. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Dude, I would, you know what? I take it back, vampire. Show up in the back of my car. Tell me your story. <laughs> I, we'll have you on guest. We'll, we'll be like, no, no, don't tell me your story. Come be on the podcast. We're going to talk about it there. Uh, it's okay. We record at night. I know it comes out Sunday morning, but we record at night, so you're covered. <laughs> um, that being said, uh, I need I need to know. I am a kink vampire. I need more kink in my life. I need to talk about. Uh-huh. I need to find out what we're talking about next week. <laughs> okay. What are we gonna feed on next week? It definitely won't suck. I mean. how we pause and
1: we're just like looking at him just waiting
0: well speaking of number twos
1: and sequels to
0: episodes we are uh next week we are definitely covering something we've talked about before we are recovering a subject uh you know this is something very personal and deep to me it was actually it's actually our second most downloaded episode of all time and have the most requested for cover up because I was the only person in that episode who's actually a cast member on this podcast.
1: <laughs>
0: you guys still don't know what it is. No, I'm the only one who listens to our podcast. You had a lot of technical difficulties. I listened to our, yeah. too, our podcast. Chef was right. There was a lot of technical difficulties in episode one. That's when back when we were a live streaming <laughs> podcast, which we do live stream still today, Nine separately lots? every Nine Friday. Lots? Yep. We're covering pennies and nylons. I was like, technical two. difficulties.
1: Oh, yay! Mm. Okay, awesome. I get to be a part yes. of nylons.
0: Woo-hoo. You do. You and ship mm. I uh,
1: know, Because at, yeah, the ship first time here. we did it,
0: yeah, the first time we did it, we were still technically a, a live stream podcast. We weren't audio only. Uh, we have since brought the live streams back every Friday night at 10 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash the Dondero, link below. Uh, you can come watch us and chat with us, but this is an episode I've been wanting to redo for a long while or add to because, like I said, we had so many technical difficulties and we were still so young as a podcast. We were we were podcast babies. Yeah, I old. wasn't I even there.
1: Was, na- I wasn't even alive. I was I wasn't even alive. alive.
0: No,
1: if you were podcast babies, I wasn't alive. I wasn't. Yeah, you know, we were centuries. We've been doing this for centuries.
0: <laughs> Hundred years. Hundred years. Of it's not the time, time yet. Podcasting. That's
2: part two, hmm.
0: which okay. was really weird uh, for podcasters since there was like a hundred years ago. There wasn't really stuff you could podcast on, so we would just find people and talk to them. We'd be like Shh, oh, listen to yeah. our little show. We oh
1: okay
0: yeah. People talk face to face. Yeah, it. ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hot ooh. garbage, and I'll have none of it. No, 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 um, no, no. no, no. <laughs> That said, uh, I want to thank uh, my wonderful host, uh, a woman we'd all like to take a little bite out of, Miss Rebecca. <laughs> and a man who. Good evening, everyone. And a man who definitely would bite, but definitely doesn't suck, Master Shep.
2: But I nibble well. Till next time.
0: Nibbles. Get them nibbles. nibbles. Good night, everybody.